0: What if through compassionate mindfulness and omnipresent awareness you became instrumental in creating lasting impact?
1: What if you surrounded yourself with people who had the same mission as you did?
0: Welcome to Mindful Mompreneur Moments,
1: the podcast that will provide the midlife mompreneur with a combination of mindset,
0: mindfulness, and meditation tools. Each month, We delve into a specific theme that will allow you to take actionable steps that may just spark a little fire and get you pumped for whatever comes next. I'm Shilpa, founder of Omni Mindfulness Coaching. And I'm Tanya, founder of Zanya Coaching. In this space, we will share impactful interviews that tell compelling stories, relevant insights, and guided meditations.
1: The stories we share through the lens of mindful entrepreneurs will resonate with you and give you an opportunity to be inspired. Up next, Casey Knows, dissolicious blogger and passionate wine viticulturist. Casey lives in Carlsbad, California with her husband Bill and two sons. She served in the U.S. Marine Corps for four years as an air traffic controller before being honorably discharged. She went on to work in the mortgage industry for 13 years as a senior loan processor and underwriter. She also worked at Wells Fargo Mortgage Industry for several years before their loan volume slowed down and she was laid off with many other co-workers. At the time, her husband ran a successful business and together they decided Casey would stay home and figure out what it was that brought her joy. Casey knew that she wanted to work in the culinary world, but she wasn't sure what direction to go. So she started a food and wine blog called Delicious, And through that blog, she met several people in the industry. One of these people was wine sommelier Megan Vergra, of Veritas Consultants. In working with Megan, Casey met other people in the wine industry and she was invited to join the Women's Wine Alliance of San Diego. As a member of the Women's Wine Alliance, Casey was able to attend the SOMCON in San Diego. While attending that conference, Casey sat in on a Women in Wine event. And that's when Casey realized that she wanted to work in the wine industry. She went home and discussed it with her husband and she decided to start the Viticulture and Enology program at Miracosta College to complete her associate degree and turn to the Wine and Spirits Trust of London and Napa Valley Academy to complete her WSET in wine certifications. Casey is now only six classes away from graduating from Miracosta College, and she is about to start her Level 3 WSCT with the Napa Valley Wine Academy. After graduating, Casey looks forward to starting a new career in the wine industry, a place that she finds so much joy. So stay tuned to listen to Casey's story.
0: Casey, once again, thank you so much for being with us today.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. Hi, Casey. Thank you for being here. We'll oh, jump Jen- sure
1: my first question is what does intentional living mean to you um
2: intentional living to me would be uh, is basically being true to yourself being honest with yourself i know a lot of people um you know i think that some people kind of have a fear of being honest with themselves um, you know for other whether it's societal reasons or uh pressures From you know outside forces in their lives, but it's just really being um, honest in your you know your path and your you know your core values Um, and being compassionate with yourself. You have to be kind to yourself, and I think a lot of people um, really struggle with being kind to themselves. You know, especially moms you know, because moms are so busy all the time. And so we're the last uh, person that we usually think of, you know, we're always thinking of, you know, well, what, you know, where do I need to put take this kid or what's going next? You know, what do I need to get done today? Um, and so they don't really take time out to really, you know, take a breath and think, wait, well, wait a minute, what about me? You know, what is my, what is it, what is it, my goals? What is my true, you know, uh, desires? And I think that's more about intentional living.
1: Absolutely. And I know that um, you, you've you got two children. You probably experienced that juggling as well. Of course. Yeah.
0: We how,
2: how old are they, uh, Casey? Uh, my two boys are seven and nine.
0: Oh, wow. That's yeah. close. Uh, yeah. My daughter is six and my son is eight. So it's two years apart. Yeah, and, and then so I have close. the little one. Yeah. But I totally it goes by so quick. Yeah. And I, I really like that you mentioned that. And a lot of our guests mentioned uh, the self-care part of being a mom. I really appreciate that answer because it's so important for us to know that we need to be intentional about taking just a, just maybe a couple of breaths a day, or just being intentional about remembering. Yeah, most
2: definitely. Most definitely. Cause I know that, um... You know, women get burnt out too, just as much, you know, and I think that there's a, you know, that's how I think a lot of moms and uh, can end up in depression because they're taking care of so many things and juggling everything else for everyone else that they never really take time for themselves. And that can be hard. I mean, that really can be hard, you know, when you have, you know, busy kids and a busy
0: life, you know.
1: Think that really will segue well with the next question Tanya yeah
0: yeah which is um uh just share with our audience your story at arriving at your second act so to speak in terms of how you use your gifts or skills professionally well
2: I uh for the longest time for oh about 13 years I worked in the mortgage industry and um you know, I didn't, I enjoyed my time. And I mean, I I did enjoy my job, but the mortgage industry can sometimes be a bit of feast or famine. You know, when loan, when the loans are there, it's great. Everything's great. You know, your bonuses can be great, but you know, it's a real fickle industry. I mean, loans, you know, all of a sudden can stop coming in. And I, I had that happen multiple times, you know, in that industry and that's stressful, you know, it gets stressful because it's like, okay, well then, you know, you might be getting laid off and it's not because of anything you did, it's because they don't have any loans to give you. And, and of course my, most of my time in that industry was, you know, in the earlier 2000s, um, you know, and then I rode the wave through 2007, 2008, when the mortgage industry, you know, everything just came crashing down. Um, all those foreclosures that were coming through and trying to build the loan volume back up uh, from time to time was a struggle. And so the last time that I got um, let go um, from a company that I was working for, a mortgage company, um, my husband said to me, you know, why do not you take this time to really think about what it is that you want that what, what does Casey want you know um the mortgage industry I just kind of fell into you know and so um I allowed myself to really you know do some intentional living you know to myself you know what was it that really truly what was it that I wanted to do you know and I knew that I always I always loved cooking and I mean I I collect recipes I have probably thousands upon thousands of them that I'll never get to, (laughs) but I, I collect them anyway. No, please share share (laughs) with us. Yes. (laughs) It's like, oh, that looks like a great recipe I'll never make. Let me collect that. No, but, um, yeah. And so. But I knew that I didn't want to go to culinary school because uh, that's another. I have friends that are in the culinary industry, and being a mom, that's a hard industry to be in. You know, if you work in a restaurant, um, you know, especially if you're, you know, one of the cooking staff or the chef, pastry chef, etc., you've got to be there every day early. You know, they they've got really long hours, um, and you work all those holidays. You know, it's hard. You know, when you're when you have two small kids. But I just knew I wanted something that had something to do with that. So I just I started uh, my blog, Dishalicious, and I really didn't have an idea of where it was really going to go. Um, I was kind of like, well, do I just want to make recipes and share it with the world, or do I want to interview people? And so I started kind of trying to combine it. And I don't know if that was the right way to go, but I was trying to eke my way through it, you know, really find where my passions lie. And through doing that, um, you know, I interviewed a girlfriend of mine uh, named Megan Vergara, and she um, is a wine psalm, and uh, she owns a company called Veritas Consultants. And her and I sat here at my table for, gosh, probably two hours, just over a glass of wine, just talking and talking, and and, uh, she started inviting me to more things, and I got to uh, meet more people in that wine industry. And, uh, some woman asked me, well, why don't you join the women's wine Alliance of San Diego? Oh, okay. Well, I, I didn't even know that that existed. So I was like, well, sure. Yeah. maybe I'll check it out. And, um, because I, I was considered media because I blog, I was accepted into the, the wine Alliance because in that, in that, uh, you have to be kind of in the industry to be a part of that alliance. And so um, am through them, I got to go to the Psalm convention in downtown San Diego and I sat in on a women in wine, uh, I guess you could say talk. And all the women that were up on that panel were either um, women winemakers uh, and maybe a couple of Psalms. And I'm sitting there listening to these women talk and they're talking about how, you know, they didn't get into making, you know, as a winemaker until they were in their 40s. And I thought, wait, wait a minute, I'm in my 40s, you know, and it kind of validated for me that that I'm not too old to change. I'm not too old to go after something that's completely different, you know, something that I would have more enjoyment over, you know, than what I had been doing for the past 13 years or so. So I thought to myself, maybe this is something I could do. So I spoke with my husband about it. I'm like, I'm just going to go back to school. That's what I'm going to do. And so I, I, I am currently in school getting a viticulture, and enology degree, which is the science of growing grapes and making wine. Um, and I'm just shooting for it. And every day, you know, my, as I, as I, as I grow and as I really look in about what is it really that I want, you know? let's go this way. Uh, Let's turn that way. You know um, I'm still to this day, just kind of figuring out where that degree is going to take me and which road I want it to go down. Because in that industry, there's so many different shoes you can fill. You know, you don't have to do this one thing, or you don't have to do that one thing. Um, And so, you know, it's just about what is it that I have to take that moment to be kind of selfish as a mom. And I'm like, what is it that I want though? Wait, what about me? You know, here's that, my, my flag, wait, hold up, you know um, and that's where I'm at currently um, and I'm finishing up wine certifications that are uh, that are internationally recognized. The um, Wine Spirits Trust has a WSET certifications. And so I've been working my way through those and uh, yeah, I've just been figuring it out as I go along.
0: What I find fascinating and so rewarding for, for you is that you have an amazing husband, first of all, who asked the question, <laughs> you know, what is good for Casey right at this time? Yes, is amazing. An amazing community, it sounds like, through mm-hmm. a, a friend of yours, you were able to sit down and yes, have wine is. for a while.
2: Megan is amazing. She really is. And she even made her own wine recently. She's really great. And, you know, because she's been in the industry so long, she really was a uh, somebody that I, you know, that I had in my, you know, in my kids, you know, I could right. talk to.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. And then that woman who inspired you, you know, it's, it's kind yep. of like the signs were all there. It aligned for you to. Yes. I mean, this exactly. Kind of, very nice. Definitely yes. did.
1: Um, two things. One is for the audience that may be listening and may not be, um, well versed with some of the terminology you mentioned some can you elaborate on that? Oh, a
2: wine sommelier, um, they're just a, they're, um, they're wine experts when it comes to the flavor profiles and uh, the aromas um, in wines. I mean, psalms also have more knowledge than that. Um, you know, I know a lot of psalms, um, especially if they've been doing it for a long time, they increase their their education and their knowledge of you know, wine regions in general. But um, it's basically they're experts in, um, yeah, the flavor profiles and the aromas of wines. Um, they are hired a lot of times in hot- big hotels and in restaurants um, to set up the wine list and to match them with different foods. Um, my friend, Megan, she, has gone beyond doing that. She's been a uh, som for, oh gosh, probably close to 20 years I'm sure now. So um, she gives wine education classes and stuff, not just in what the wines taste like, but she can even give you the ideas of the regions they're from and the terroir, which would be the land. Terroir is how the land affects the grape. actually physically and you know the minerals in the soil um how it makes the you know what it does to the grape and that comes through in your flavor profiles of wine you know sometimes you can actually that soil affects the way that grape will taste um so
0: yeah that's
2: basically what psalm is
0: yeah Um, i recognize i recognize some french in there with the sommelier and oh um, of course there's so much French. Yeah. <laughs> in my world
2: definitely that in Italian. Huh. You know, there's a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You lear- you're learning to speak Italian. Um, yeah, but- I
2: am currently, uh, I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to keep my head above water. No. Um, you know, I had an instructor last semester that told me in my Italian class that I'm actually doing better than I think I am, but because it's such a new language to me. I thought it'd be so much more like Spanish because I took years of Spanish. Uh, Yeah, there are some similarities, both Latin based and they do have like, you know, yes and no is similar. And if you count to 10 and, but there's just so many things that are different about the languages that um, I've had to get used to, you know. Well, I find
1: it fascinating. I find it fascinating. At one point you mentioned that you were at this event in San Diego and you noticed there were other women in the same age category making a transition or shift. I I feel that a lot of us are having this understanding that a second act could be not just a pivot into a different area, but we're taking the sum total of the wisdom you have and the passion. You you already had it in you that you loved cooking it. It's just so wonderful. Um, what insights could you share to inspire and in- empower women who are considering transitioning to their second act?
2: Well, you really need to be gentle with yourself, um, you know, because it can be making a transition, you know, can be tough sometimes, you know, it can be scary, um, especially if you've been doing what you had been doing for so long, you know, we're creatures of habit. So something new um can be a bit scary sometimes um you know so I think that women really need to give themselves some time to figure out what it really is that you know that they want to accomplish whether it's um within their own personal lives or if it's their you know their careers or um in their relationships Um, and it's really important to find a good support system I mean, like you said that my husband, you know, yes, he's been an amazing support system. And I think that that's key because um, if you don't have that, it's not that you can't make the changes that you feel that you want or need to make. It just, it makes it that much easier when you have that support, somebody at least to cheer you on, whether it's a significant other, um, a family member, or even, you know, a close friend, you know? Absolutely. Give yourself time. Give yourself time. You know, nothing has to happen, you know, you know, within a matter of months or weeks, you know, sometimes those changes can take a couple of years. Just keep plugging along.
1: I mean, the catalyst for you and I meeting a few years ago was the passion for food. And that was the beginning of my pivot or exploring, what do I really want to do? And where do I want to land? And some of us like you and I, and I believe Tanya fits this, profile this we are multifaceted we have many interests
2: of course well i remember even talking with you about those things you know we talk about that quite a bit you know like oh well you know i guess i'm trying this well maybe i'm gonna try that (laughs) you know i'll I'll figure it out
0: yeah and i think that idea that or or to plant the seed and tell people that it is okay to have many ideas if there's one that really lands stick to it and don't get discouraged when something goes wrong because inevitably there will be challenges there you will know, be you know you mm-hmm. just call them challenges and grow from them you know yep definitely
1: i think, I think when we're younger there's pressure that you need to get from a to b very quickly get that degree and that's going to define you for a very long time if not yep. and i think we're embarking on a new generation maybe it's the pandemic that triggered it but a lot of us are like well maybe I should explore that other thing or many other things mm-hmm.
2: well I tell my kids you know I jokingly said to them well mommy's just trying to figure out what she wants to be when she grows up so
0: that's exactly <laughs> what it is though you know that's you know exactly what it is and, and they just mean- kind of look
2: at me like, oh. like never mind you'll figure it out someday
0: what, what a role
1: model you are because you are taking care of yourself you're nurturing yourself you're yeah. your example
2: well thank you you know and I never ever think about that honestly I think it's just more I think more and I think most of us moms do it I think more about what have I not gotten done or what do I still need to do what where am I lacking and that's another area we need to be more kind to ourselves on because I, I know that women do that all the time. You know, I know I'm not the only one I have yeah. had friends on me going, I'm about to lose my mind, you know, and I'm like, step back. You know, yep. this is not great for you. The stress is bad. Press Breathe. Pause
0: button. Yeah. yeah. And to, yeah. to Shilpa's point, it's so true. You're an amazing role model because as much as we, uh, care for our children we often don't show them the right way to care for themselves so when they grow up if they saw mommy go 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 they're going to think that's the way to do it and if we care so deeply for our children we'll let them know that no you have to think about yourself there are times in your Most life definitely. when you will have to think of yourself first you know so of course
2: yeah. or, you know your mental health is going to take a toll on that exactly, too. exactly exactly
0: Thank you so much, Casey, for your no problem. time. It was such a Thank beautiful for conversation. Having me. Thank was you. Great.
2: Thank you, Casey. Thanks.
0: Thanks for tuning in. These episodes are intended to be of great value to you. And so we hope you truly got something out of this one. And if you did, don't hesitate to spread the love, leave us a review, comment, share with one or two people who you know may resonate with the content and visit www.mindfulmompreneurmoments.com for more inspiring content. Continue to live with omnipresent awareness and compassionate mindfulness. Many blessings.